What does barbecue mean to you? It's all about family. Good food. Summertime and friends. Of nostalgia. A whole lot of tasty. Soul-filling, belly-filling goodness. All of my favorite foods. A cultural touchstone. For me, it's a tether to the people who came before me. Getting together with family and friends. Welcome, friends. Thank you for tuning in to episode number 177 of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I do appreciate you downloading, listening, streaming, whatever you're doing. I appreciate however you're listening. Thank you for your support. This week, I'm excited to welcome back to the show my friend and supporter of the podcast, Joe C. Mack from Edmonton's Motley Q. Lots has happened for Joe and Jess since I last had Joe on the show a couple years back after attending one of their barbecue classes up in Edmonton. It was great to see them both a couple of times this past summer at competitions, and I really enjoyed my conversation over Zoom with Joe last week. Hope you do too. The best sauce on the planet. Now that I have your attention, let me tell you about Sticky Fix from Motley Q. Recently named the 2021 Best Sauce on the Planet at the American Royal World Series of Barbecue Sauce Contest, Sticky Fix will be your new go-to, perfect for the whole family. Believe me when I say this stuff goes great on everything from quick grilled chicken to a 16-hour slow-smoked pork butt. Joe and Jess from Motley Q are mainstays on the Canadian competition barbecue scene, and their years of culinary and competition experience shine through in all of their products. They put lots of time and careful attention into each item, and they love how barbecue brings people together. Barbecue is a big part of their family, and they want to help everyone make it a part of theirs too. Motley Q sauces and seasonings are crafted to deliver high-quality flavor to all barbecue dishes. From beef, chicken, and pork to wild game and vegetables, they've got a sauce or seasoning fit for any dish or occasion. Visit MotleyQ.ca to see their full lineup and get your bottle of the best sauce on the planet. Listeners of the Eat More Barbecue podcast can use the discount code EATMOREQ to save 15% off your order. That's discount code E-A-T-M-O-R-E-Q-U-E at MotleyQ.ca. Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of the podcast. And it's been a couple of years uh, since my guest here today has joined me on the show and, uh, Lots has changed for him and his company up there in Edmonton, so I thought it would be a great idea to get uh, Joe from Motley Q back on the show to get us up to speed. Joe, welcome. Thanks for joining me today. How you doing? I'm doing well, Ryan. Thanks for having me, and how are you? I'm doing great, man. Enjoying a, a day, off, a rare midweek day off from work, so uh, yes. it, it is Remembrance Day, so uh, we should maybe make mention of that and uh, thank all of those who uh, gave, uh, served, and gave their lives in uh for our freedom. So appreciate appreciation for that. Uh, Joe, <clears throat> excuse me. What does barbecue mean to you? That's a question I've been asking everybody lately. Uh, what does barbecue mean to you? It's, uh, it really is just family and it's <clears throat> a complete extension of family. Yep. Whether it's cooking competition, whatever the case is, it's just enjoying times with, with family, whether it be blood relatives or people you've been around and, Joy spending time with that are pretty much family. Yeah, the, the the family you're born with and the family you choose, right? Exactly. Awesome. Yep. That's uh certainly uh for me getting into the whole barbecue thing, that's uh that community, the family, it's uh it's been a, a huge a huge thing for me and uh, certainly a big part of what I enjoy about it. So uh let's get into uh, just a bit of background info on you. Has Edmonton always been home for you? No, no, I spent most of my life up north, up in Grand Prairie. Okay. 
and uh, decided going on five years back that uh, uh, I kind of needed a bit of a change. I was mm-hmm. doing the day-to-day food thing and and struggling like many small businesses do. And yep. Uh, looking at it, I really thought I could make a chance, make it make it work with our sauces and seasonings. And yeah. I thought it made more sense to get closer to to the hub, kind of, where yeah. we were having stuff we were having stuff produced in the Edmonton area, then shipped to Grand Prairie with a label and shipped back out here. So I thought uh, I was wasting a lot of money and yep. might be a good opportunity. My wife's from Saskatoon, so I got okay. her closer to her family. And yep. I really didn't have any family left, so it wasn't... Uh, wasn't much but memories keeping me there. So there you go. We moved here to focus on the the sauce and the seasoning. Awesome. And you had a you had a restaurant in Grand Prairie at one point, right? I think we talked about the last time a little bit. To a degree, it yeah. wasn't so much of a restaurant. We did takeout, okay. delivery, catering. We we didn't really have any seats. It was okay. It's a different dynamic. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what kind of got you into the food, the cooking? Uh, where's the inspiration for that from? necessity <laughs> um i used to, i'd start off doing a sports bar thing and yeah. it was a bit slower so i uh i figured well i need to do something in the summertime i had this mm-hmm. great idea i thought in 2009 i'm gonna open up a sports bar yep it's kind of always a dream i had and you know the oilers were just a couple of years out of the stanley cup playoffs so they were going to be a great team for a while and mm-hmm. uh yeah i didn't they didn't <laughs> hold up their end of the bargain so nope. uh it was a little tough once the Oilers started getting eliminated early from the playoffs. And yeah. Up north, nobody seemed to really care much about CFL or baseball, so it was tough for the sports bar. So started trying to do food in the summers and you right. know, rodeos and stuff like that. And okay. Everybody did burgers, so we wanted to be something different. And I grew up from a in a very poor family, a lot of open fire cooking. I'm like, okay. I wonder if I still remember kind of how to do this. And yep. So that's what we did, and... And it started working, and then it, it started going, well, now I'm wasting money in the sports bar, the money that I'm working hard to make doing the food. So we started doing that, and mm-hmm. and then it kind of turned into, hey, this food's pretty good. You guys should try competing, and so we did. And then, so this barbecue's good. You should try bottling it. So we did. And yep. One thing leads to another. Kept, kept funneling it into one direct focus. Yeah. And I guess is that kind of how, with the bottom, getting into the sauces, is that how Motley Q, as it is now, kind of started, or...? Was yeah, yeah. We we were doing the food and and being up north in Grand Prairie, I, I joke with people I know in the food business around here how sometimes you have certain things easy. You, there's a store everywhere where you can go get stuff. No, this 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 is what I say. It's the supply chains now are a little bit messy, but it would be one of those things where you know up in small town Grand Prairie, if I was had a busy week and. I bought brisket from three different places. I cleaned them out. There wasn't right. necessarily a fourth place to get it from. The guys mm-hmm. here have endless amounts of that stuff. So um, it was getting a little tougher to to get some of that stuff. So it and it we're back to that stage again now. So yeah. it's, I just thought, well, maybe it makes more sense to just focus on the sauce and the seasoning because I started making my own sauce. Because like I said, I, I I did do everything from scratch anyways. It yeah. wasn't like I could go like. Some of the guys I know here catering, they can go and buy frozen pre-diced onions. I never had options like that, things yeah. like that. So yeah. it was, even those things to buy sauce, it's not like there was a wholesale cupboard in there. So I'd have to, I'd often make my own. Otherwise, I was spending retail prices on little balls and stuff. So I started making my own, and yep. people really liked it. And there you go. Awesome. And it kept growing. Yeah, and I guess for folks that aren't familiar with the geography here, Grand Prairie's 
what, about three hours or so, three, four hours northwest of Edmonton, uh, I guess? I drive pretty fast, so four. <laughs> okay. um, but it's, it's. I think I've driven that road so many times, I want to say it's 486 kilometers okay, north. Okay, so, so closer to five hours for the average driver, I guess. So Yeah. Awesome, yep. Okay, so yeah, it's been a few years since I've had to uh, head up that, that direction, so. Awesome. And then yeah, you mentioned uh, rolled into the competition stuff as well. When did you? When did that start happening for you? Uh, twenty fourteen, I believe it was. Yeah. Okay. Twenty fifteen. Right. One of the one of the two. Yeah, and that uh, and just started up with competitions in Edmonton, or you did jump right into it whole. Uh, whole I, d- I don't do anything in moderation. So. so when I was looking, there was no pork blues at Edmonton at the time. There was okay, yeah. just barbecue in the in Calgary. Yeah. And that was September. And we started looking at this in January. So literally started looking at a map and we found Mesquite, Nevada was the closest one to us okay. in, in, the, in a reasonable time frame, which was May. So yep. we uh, signed up and drove to Mesquite, Nevada for our very oh, first so competition. Yeah. Yep. Jumped right into the, uh, yeah. A whole Jumped other, right in. It was, yeah. it was a good learning experience. So. I imagine a whole different level down there, I imagine, than what we're used to up here, right? Yeah, yeah to a degree. Like it was it, it, the craziest thing. You talk about barbecue family and, and, and people are amazing in the barbecue community. Mm-hmm. And, yes. you know, Canadians get this reputation of being such nice people. But when you go down to competitions oh, in sure. the States and being new, it was, you know, it, it was, it was humorous. We were in Nevada and, you know, oh, have you got good brisket? Well, yeah, we brought some great Alberta beef. Well, I don't know what that's like, but, you know, you can go check the Walmart. But if you can't find anything good, you'll come see us. Yep, we'll help yep. you out. Like, it, yep. was, it was funny, yep. but the yeah, people were so – I mean, our first competition, it was great. We were set up near Harry Sue. Oh, wow, yeah. Uh, very famous. And, yeah, mm-hmm. it off, uh, offered to help us through every step of the way. And we, we kind of helped each other because he's a one-man team. So yep. it was – turning in boxes together and things like that. So it was, it was a great experience. Awesome. Yeah, no, and I guess what I meant uh, when I said a different level, more the size of the competitions, uh, the number of teams, oh, yeah. that sort yeah. of thing, yeah. Uh, yeah, like we went, and, and we didn't know at the time, but Mesquite was actually also the state championship. Okay. So most of the competitions on the states, in the states, you're setting up Friday, turn in Saturday. Yep. This one was set up Saturday, turn in Sunday, and we found ourselves all strange, but it was because there was a big competition in Vegas that, weekend before so a lot of teams would pack up right right saturday when they were done drive the hour to mesquite so when we set up there was 25 teams by the time the vegas teams rolled in i think we were at like 64 or something like that yeah. it was massive yeah yeah up here we're uh we're happy to get 25 or 30 at a competition there so exactly yeah yeah we're growing we're growing it though right so oh for sure i, I kind of missed, skipped over one yeah uh, your, your partner in crime there jess uh how did you two come together what's the story there uh, I was, I got come from a bar background from hospitality and, and her as well. And mm-hmm. we just kind of met while working in a, while I was working in a bar DJ and okay. she had to tell me her opinion of what she thought of me. And it kind of, <laughs> it, it developed into better times. That's for sure. <laughs> that's <good. laughs> yeah, I, I know her enough to know she's not shy with her opinions. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is true, yeah. yeah. She wasn't shy that first day I met her, and she still hasn't. Yeah, it hasn't changed. Well, that's good. You don't want, yeah. you know what you're if getting nothing, into. she's consistent. Yeah. You know what you're getting into, right? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, talking with Joe from Motley Q. Uh, MotleyQ.ca is the website, and uh, listeners of the podcast can use the code EATMOREQ, EATMOREQUE, uh, on the website there to get 15% off your order. So uh, check out MotleyQ.ca. Um, 
So let's talk about uh, how the company has grown over the last few years. Uh, you know, focusing on the sauces and the rubs and uh, that sort of stuff. What's uh, what's been the progression there? Well, when we moved down to Edmonton, it allowed us to get into some more small retailers mm-hmm. and uh, and get out to a few more places and gave us a bit better handle on things. Like I said before, we'd have it made and then shipped there because we just, you know, we, it was our recipe, but I had somebody else bottle it. it was, right. I just couldn't get the bottling equipment. Yeah. Um, so we allowed us to do that. So we went from just selling in our store and a, and a few other small ones to being able to get into a bunch of uh the great local butcher shops and barbecue supply places and mm-hmm. and it was growing fairly well and then we uh this past spring we'd won the american royal sauce yeah. contest yes. the sauce upon it and things have blown up since then that's awesome yeah yeah i was gonna get into that a little bit uh talk about the process of that uh that competition so we'll talk about that uh you've also over the last couple of years i guess you've brought on some uh some help to grow the team, uh, some web help, some PR help. Talk about the uh, what that has meant for you, and maybe you can shout out some of the folks that have been helping you along there. Oh, yeah, it's been great. Uh, so we uh, we had, we start off like a lot of small businesses did, using Squares because they have a free drag-and-drop website kind mm-hmm. of thing. So we were doing that, and then uh, um, we wanted to increase our game, increase our retail sales because mm-hmm. my wife – She's a great salesperson. So yep. she got us into, we were about 53 stores, I think it was. Oh, and, wow. That's great. And so we wanted to increase that. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, we also wanted to increase our retail. And, you know, because it's, you know, it's, it's, it does take a genius to figure out you make a bit more money selling direct to the customers sure. too, even Absolutely. though the volume goes to the wholesale. So yep. we had, I'd actually met up with uh, with Paul from YG Digital at a, at a barbecue class okay. uh, elsewhere. Yeah. I was, I was going to help with the instructor. So we get to talk and, and stuff. And then we met up again, actually at a competition and he was there with another team, just kind of hanging out, learning. So we get to talk and, and, and uh, gave me some great advice, great guidance. We used mm-hmm. to, you know, with Motley Q, we've always been a little bit of a march to the beat of our own drum kind sure. of thing. And, yep. and he kind of really helped rein in the ideas, keep us a little bit more on point on track, things like that. Okay. And then we started working with, uh, with another guy that we'd actually met through Paul Sack, and he's from, uh, the, the Crow Collective, yeah. or, sorry, Crow Creative, my apologies. And, uh, he kind of shares some of our same ideas, wants us to still be a little bit of free thinking, but not go over the edge like we've known to in the past. Yep. And so it, it's been great. These guys, they're, they really value their opinions. So they, they, uh, they give us a little bit more business sense. Uh, right. I, I've always been a big a big uh, advocate for, I, I don't want to be the smartest person in the room because mm-hmm. I'm not going to learn anything that way. And yep. so it's been really great working with these guys because they, I'm, I'm a numbers nerd, so they can provide me statistics for everything I'm doing and Perfect. stuff I want to do, maybe why I shouldn't do something, things like that. So it's really been an eye opening experience. Awesome. Yeah. It's great. Uh, great for you guys to see that the opportunity and realize that, you maybe can't do excuse me everything by on your own, and uh, you know the humility I guess to bring in that help right and uh, help you grow that way. So it's, well, and, it, and it's huge, and it's it's just that that aspect. You know, it, it was something I was kind of wanted to do, but as a small business, every penny counts. Absolutely. Yeah. So often the mentality is to do it all yourself, and which I still do a lot of. Like I'm involved yeah. in making a lot of our products still. 
Um, but to have that, that expert knowledge and, and especially with something with social media and websites that Mm -hmm. change so quickly. Yeah. Um, we have a guy now, I have an employee with us who works in production, but also does spend time handling our social media page. And I went on it this weekend this past week just to, you know, Hey, I haven't been on our Instagram for a while. And I went to do something. I'm like, I don't know how to do this anymore. (laughs) And it's, it's not because I forget it's because they've changed subtle little things. Yep. Yep. So it's good to have people that, that know that stuff and that's the thing and can, can help navigate through it and, and, and know what works. Yeah. No. And I think so many small businesses don't see that where they, they're worried about the upfront money of, and of course they should be, but not seeing that spending this money now can lead to so much more down the road by, you know, you not having to do everything yourself and being able to focus on the things you're good at. Right. So. Well, that was a big part of the conversation I had with them. It's like, all right, well, this is where my sales are at. Mm. And that's before, before we get to do business, I tell me how I'm going to reach this. Tell, yeah. you know, tell me how hiring you does this. And, yep. and, and you know, and, and I looked at it as a worst case scenario. I have to just make enough extra money to pay you. Yeah. Uh, to, to pay them. It's if, if that's all I do, well, then I'm still learning some stuff and it'll grow and I have to see the bigger picture. And, mm. and that was a big thing. I sat down for a few meetings with Paul and laid out my goals and, mm. And he, he come up with a plan to do that. And then that involved bringing on a marketing company in which we eventually went with, with Zach and yep. it's a co-creative and, and, and going. And it's, it's been a plan that's a little more thought out than just me walking out of a room going, I have an idea. Let's yeah, do let's, this. Let's do you this know? today. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. No, it's good to see you, man. It's good to see you. And I'm uh, thrilled to see the growth that you guys are having. So let's get into the same, same with you. Well, thanks, man. We found it out and yep. a little more. Right on your own, and it's great to see. No, I appreciate it. No, I uh, yeah, happy to be able to use the podcast as a vehicle for folks like yourselves to get your uh, your message out there a little bit more. So, oh, we appreciate <clears> it. <throat> I, as do I. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by Pitt County Barbecue, who is bringing an authentic North Carolina style whole hog barbecue north of the border to Alberta and Canada. Based out of Edmonton with the ability to travel, Pitt County Barbecue will come to your event and cook an entire pig right on site using their custom-built cooker designed by owner and pitmaster Peter Zakuski. Specializing in corporate catering and private events, Pitt County Barbecue brings a unique regional barbecue dining experience. From North Carolina chopped barbecue pork to Piedmont-style coleslaw, trust me when I say you've never tasted anything like this before. The meat is so good you don't even need sauce. Peter is truly inspired by the South. His attention to detail and quality is second to none. From delicious food to amazing customer service, make sure to book Pitt County Barbecue for your next event. Also check out their recent web series, Friends of the Pit, on YouTube and follow them on Instagram and Facebook. To book your event, visit their website at pittcountybarbecue.com. That's P-I-T-T-CountyBBQ.com. Uh, sticky fix, best sauce on the planet. Uh, what was the process there? Is that, I, you submit your products to the American Royal for consideration. Is that. Yeah. So every, every year they do the barbecue contest, mm-hmm. uh, the actual cooking one in, in September yep. and in the spring they hold the sauce and seasoning contest. Mm-hmm. So we'd, uh, we thought, well, what's, what's, we'd sent in a couple products in the past just to see and, this year we sent in every product that we make, and, okay. and uh, 
fingers crossed and everything else and, and come out pretty good on the, on no, the sticky fix. No doubt. So there's, yeah, they have different categories, right? Even for the sauces, there's a variety yeah, like of there's categories. Tomato and mild, yeah. vinegar, mustard, specialty, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. And then the, obviously the best sauce is the, the overall of all of them, right? Yeah, which we uh, we score. We were the only one this year to get a perfect score. So some they've awesome. had it happen in the past where there's a couple that get that, and they okay. do like a computer generated coin flip. But uh, nice, we we outright won it this year. That's awesome. So we won best best sauce in mild category, and with a perfect score and the only perfect score, we were crowned best sauce on the planet. That's awesome. And you you kind of touched on it. That has uh, helped with the business a little bit. Uh, that's probably the understatement of the decade. Yeah. We, uh, we went from 500 units a month to 500 a day for a good chunk of time. Wow. And it was up to a whole new world of customers and mm-hmm. problems of the same side. Like sure, I never, yeah. never realized, you know, people talk about some supply chain issues and it didn't affect us that much because we were so small amounts and right. now it's, now it's, that's, that's my week is just a day in day out trying to find mm-hmm. product A or yeah. container B. Yep. Yeah, I've been hearing the uh, the glass containers and stuff are an issue right now. It, they are. And now <laughs> I finally got a line on it, and it seems like every couple of weeks the price is jumping double digit percentage. It's 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 tough, but it's it's our demand has been been awesome, and yeah. our customer base has been incredible. So we're just trying to keep keep plugging away and 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 keep the supply chain going and, and for lack of a better term, keep taking advantage of this, uh, yeah. this win. Yeah, absolutely. You gotta, yeah, make, uh, make hay while you can, right? Exactly. Uh, let's talk about the, the rest of the product line a bit. Uh, what else have you got out there for folks? Oh, uh, well, we've got the sticky fix and then we've got four other sauces. Yep. Um, and then we also have 10 seasonings. So, so uh, we, we go a full, full gauntlet. Plus we actually have started making products for, other uh, companies, especially okay. like a lot of smaller guys looking to get in. Hey, I want to get my stuff bottled yeah, out yeah. and uh, with seasonings just for now. So we kind of nice. help the process through there. And excellent. And so yeah, we have a couple other companies that we're we're taking their products and getting them bottled for them. Excellent. Now, are you doing the production yourself, or you're using a co-packer for everything, or what's the process? We there? do the production of the seasonings. We have a okay. facility in Warehouse Edmonton here, so we do the production okay. of the seasonings. Yep. Uh, the sauce, we have a co-packer uh, right. that we work with. And uh, so they bottle everything, and then it just gets shipped to us, and then we label it and yep. best before date it and, and distribute it. Awesome. What was the – uh, the cost? Of, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say the cost of the sauce equipment and yeah. and the knowledge of it is just far more than I can look to do right now. It's Because mm-hmm. it's not even the cost of getting the equipment. It's it, the – when it comes to cooking and stuff like the meticulous cleaning and maintenance of that mm-hmm. stuff, it just it's just too much on our end. Yeah. So we found a great co-packer and they've been just working hard getting as much as we can. Yeah. I was gonna ask what that process was in finding a co-packer. Uh did you kind of go work with a few different ones to narrow it down or what was that whole uh process? We like? we'd actually we, we had a different co-packer before and at the time they were the only one that was kind of available to us. Okay. Um, so, and then we just through, through some different product testing and whatnot, meeting different people in, in food testing world and stuff. And somebody suggested this other place and we mm-hmm. looked into it and they're another small family run business and, and, uh, they, they rent their facility out and people can go in. So we've done that a few times, okay. gone down to make, make the batches and, right. and it, it just turned into, a um, 
situation where we we offer to them to hey what if we looked at paying you to just bottle it for us mm-hmm. and and uh, so we worked out a deal and, uh, and they've been phenomenal nice what was the uh obviously you you know the quality control but getting the recipes dialed in from what you were making on your own uh to having them how was that uh process uh very well when yeah. we first went through it the first company we dealt with it was it was super easy and super expensive yeah um so we'd actually there's a I, I, i'm terrible i can never remember the name of it but there is a facility in laduke a government facility yeah. that yep. allows you to go in and work and they yeah. would work with you and it was far more cost effective so they helped me recreate my recipes mm-hmm. uh, to make them shelf stable things like that on right. the processes and then we looked at using that facility but with covid and and with their already being very busy it just didn't work right, and okay that's where i came across the other facility so for 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 a very reasonable fee they helped us redevelop our recipe and Perfect. expand it out and things like that and excellent so that's what we've done yeah so it wasn't too uh too onerous of a, a process getting that dialed in it, it took a little bit more time but yeah. the, the the savings and the 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 end of being able to have our full uh, shelf stable commercial recipe, however you want to work yeah. recipes, becoming back to being 100 percent ours is it was worth it. Yeah, not uh, not just shelf stable, but I, what I've heard at least is as you ramp up the volume, the the ratios of product, you know, ingredients are you know, it's not just as simple as multiplying everything by ten, right? Exactly, because you have no idea like how different salt will change the yeah. flavor of things when you span it out. Like in yeah. theory, says well. If I need one cup and I'm making 10 times, if I use 10 cups, that's yeah. what it should be, but that's not how it works. It doesn't work that way, yeah. So it's, yeah, I've heard stories of uh, a lot of back and forth with uh, getting the recipes dialed in. So yeah. glad T- it wasn't. Taste and consistency, yeah. Yeah. And then, as you mentioned, the, the shelf stable as well. You got to obviously got to take yeah. care of that. So the, you said they're doing the packaging and then they, you get it back and do the labeling and all that yourself and then the distribution? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, because it comes off the line. Like when they make it, it's hot, and yeah. it's not a huge facility, and we can't have it stored there too long. So right. even if, like, say they make it on a Monday, it gets picked up Monday afternoon. It's in our hands Tuesday. Yeah. Sometimes some of the bottles are still too warm still, for yeah. the glue on the label to stick to. Yep. Because you got to cook it to cook it to an eighty-five degree right Celsius mark, and it's it's hot. Like, yep. Yep. No doubt. It's crazy the process and how long it stays heated. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, you, you mentioned how many fifty some retailers you're in right now. Well, that's what we were in, oh, and you now are? we've gone. We've gone with a distribution company as well. I just couldn't keep up with all the production right. and yep. and shipping and everything else, and I was getting behind. And it was you know, and I, so we ended up going with uh, with a company, uh, JNS uh, Distributors, okay, and out of Edmonton here, and and so they've just about double we're into because we're in a whole ton of of big box stores as well nice um so we're last i checked just a little over 100 wow. total retailer that's in alberta canada where it's kind of the geographic for that all all over canada and yeah. a lot of it is centralized edmonton wise simply sure. because i still with the supply chains issues can't get enough product out there to expand it even further yeah but you are, everything uh, that we make, everything that we make is gone at the end of the week, and, right. and it's a struggle to get the same amount made the next week, and well, and out. So good, good problems to have, I guess. Eh? Yeah, there yeah. are worse problems. Yeah, that's absolutely, for sure. absolutely. And then you're doing the online uh, sales as well. Yep. 
and that's uh, uh, we do we do through our website and through Amazon as yeah, well. Okay, sure. I wasn't sure if you're still on uh, doing the Amazon thing. So that's for the, for American okay. folks. I guess that would be the best way to go. Uh, no, because no? uh, they, they have a difference between Amazon Canada and Amazon okay. uh, in the states. Yep. And it for me to send it across the border to send to Amazon the different tax and duty mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. Gets it gets it expensive. So. American people can order from our website, and right. we've got a pretty decent rate at Canada Post. So okay. ordering one sauce, it's a little expensive, but you're ordering a couple of products. Not that I'm trying to upsell you. No, but it makes, but, yeah, uh, the volume shipping. It, yeah. it, it makes it a little bit better. We, yeah. we do ship two or three orders a week to the U.S. Yep. So everything that I sent into Amazon in the States would sell, but I'd actually end up just because I couldn't, I couldn't see charging $20 U.S. a bottle. Yeah. Now, granted, Amazon takes a big fee, and mm-hmm. and it is next day shipping or two day shipping, yeah. whatever the case is. But it's just it, it everything's sold. But it just at the end of the night, I like Look. to sleep at night, yeah. knowing I'm not yeah doing my best to not rip people off. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You want to, you know, you've got a good product, and you want to charge fairly for it. But yeah, as you say, you don't want to be uh, gouging folks just to make a buck, right? So yeah, yeah. No, the uh, the bit the those big uh, operations like Amazon, they've all got to make their their money and the costs and everything. So it does the more middlemen in the mail you get to it just adds cost to everything. Oh, yeah. Right. So yeah, the more hands it touches. Yep. Absolutely. Um, you still doing a competition and cooking at home. What, uh, what are you cooking on? Uh, you've got, uh, the drumbos. I keep seeing new, uh, new drumbos for you yeah. guys. We we're all in on the drumbos. Yep. They are just amazing local made machines yep. and, and uh, I, I started with a different drum smoker playing around a bit before. Mm-hmm. And um, competition-wise, we're going to be using exclusively drumbos. Yep. Um, we still do teach classes and stuff like that. So I have, have invested in a in a pellet cooker I'm and sure. stuff just to be able to have that on uh, uh, to show guys every different style of cooking we yeah, can. Absolutely. And, and go from there, but yeah, those drumbos and the, the the paint jobs they've been doing. I'm yeah. a huge Yankee fan, so they did me two Yankees ones, and yep. and then we've got two new ones I haven't seen in person yet. I've just seen yeah, I've seen on social media myself. Yeah, so yeah, the uh, the rock and roll one and the Barbie one. So yeah, uh, the, the Miss is one of the Barbie ones. Yep. So nice. It uh, it's it's it sticks out. That's for sure. That bright glittery pink. No doubt. Yeah, pretty cool. Awesome, man. So you'll have the four uh, the four drums. Yeah. Awesome. Now they uh, and great guys, right? Matt and Alex and uh, the team. Oh yeah. Just, Actually, we have five. Okay. Yeah, we, uh, we have a red and white one too. It was the first one we bought because right. I wanted okay. to give it a try. And, yep. And uh, so we showcased them all and kind yeah. of cooked every, on everything at comps, whether it be uh, sometimes I get the barrels. I'd like to have just one aside to cook for personal food when mm-hmm. I guys set up at the comps. So. Yep. Nice. Awesome. So what uh, on the competition side of things? Kind of what's been your progression from of cookers? Uh, what did you start on and what, uh, obviously you're with the drums now, but the drum bow, but you know, what have you, when I went to Mesquite, Nevada yep. for the first time, I took two Traegers that the legs fell off on the trip. <laughs> so we had to go to the Ace Hardware in Mesquite to get stuff to fashion up little stands for them yep. to, uh, uh, we've gone through a number of different types of pellet cookers. We've gone through some different drums, different, different companies yep. and, uh, we had a big heavy-duty offset at one point. We've gone through them all. I, I, I really like the drums because I like yeah. the consistency of them, and they're super easy to travel with. Yeah. Yeah, you're not hauling so, a, some big unit in and out of a trailer or anything, right? So, 
that's just it. And so I think that's where, where I'm going to stay now is just stay on the, the Drumbo because uh, it's, like I said, they're easy to move around. They put some nice big casters on them now. Yep. Easy to fasten down. They're light to move, easy to clean. It just seems to be the best uh, best way to do it. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And they make great food. Yeah, yeah that's uh, at the end of the day, that's uh, that's the important thing, right? So, yeah. Yeah, you see, and you, you, you know, I've just gotten into the competition side, but uh, you've been at it longer than me for sure. Uh, certainly, a, a shift to the drums. Uh, it seems, eh? for competition oh, yeah. teams, more and more uh, yeah. go on that route. So, it's almost a, almost a, 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 a irregular sight. Something, something where a person will notice if somebody doesn't have a drum. Yeah, or four or no. five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It seems like almost everybody's got at least one. Yeah. No, it's uh, and yeah, we uh, uh, barbecue on the bow. We cooked on it, and it uh, it worked great. So first yeah. time, first time for us. Yeah, cooking you guys on the did drums. real well there. Yeah, it uh, it seems we're either first or last. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's the competition world. No, absolutely, yeah. First uh, first year for us, so we'll uh, we'll learn. We'll figure it out. So. It's exciting. That's good. Can, uh, we were, yeah, that, that it is. It's it's yeah. uh, it's always something new, and it's like like we we start off by saying the community is great, yeah. and that's what it is. Yeah. And that's just it. It's it's almost like a you know a chance to catch up. It's it's yeah. a it's a family reunion of sorts. Yep. Yeah, because you know, there's people you only see at competitions, right? So it's uh, it's awesome yep. to great part of it for sure. Anything uh, kind of new in the works for uh, for Motley Q coming down the line that you want to talk about? Uh, just getting geared up for Christmas. We, yeah. we, we tend to do our websites up, do some gift boxes and, yep. and, uh, and be a little smarter about it this year. We've got a bit more staff, you know, last year we'd, uh, like I said, I, you know, uh, we were, we were in all the retailers by itself last year. So I was trying to get stuff out to them. Mm-hmm. And then my wife, uh, th- through her work, she ended up working for the world juniors last year. So she was in the bubble. Yep. So for the week before Christmas and, uh, you know, it wasn't so bad after Christmas while she's still in the bubble, but the week before Christmas, it was just me and a couple of friends that, yeah. that helped out. And but now we've got some stuff and awesome. we're starting to get geared up and ready and, and, uh, hoping to make a lot of barbecues happy this year. Excellent. Christmas. Yeah. A little, uh, best sauce on the planet in the stocking wouldn't be a bad thing. Right. So, well, it's, it, yeah, and that's just it. It's gone through, gone through, you know, we've had a couple of slight bottle changes. We even had to, in a pinch, make some in plastic pails because it's oh. all we could get for, for containers. So, yep. and it's been crazy because people take it at all, all forms, wherever yeah. they can get it. And it's been, it's been a bit, it's been, been amazing. Yeah. I guess the, what, what the container isn't the important thing, right? So, yeah. And, uh, we didn't really talk about it, but uh, a bit of some merchandise, a bit of swag uh, as well, some hats and stuff. We're, we're working on some stuff. Yep. Uh, we hope to have some stuff here come the end of the month. Uh, it's been one of those things I, I I keep living in the past on. I had some bad experiences, you know, being stuck in a bunch of merchandise. Ah. So I put up a put up a pouty fight for quite a while, but <laughs> we've had enough enough people ask for it and stuff. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get some stuff limited. I'm not gonna go crazy with it. And yep. so we'll get some of that stuff for the holidays and and uh and go from there. Yeah, no, I was up at uh, a few weeks back at Edmonton Smokers and Barbecue Supply. I noticed they had a few of your hats on the shelf there. So Oh yeah, Nick Nick's a great guy. Great guy, yeah, and they're uh they great should be store. Yeah, moving over to their new location pretty quick there, I think. So, yeah, be, uh, be good for them. A little more visibility from uh, where they are now. So, yeah, 
it's always a it's always a venture to find, but it's yeah. it's like it's like getting to uh, getting to the treasure at the, at the end yeah, of the map when absolutely. you do get there. Yeah, I was starting to wonder if my phone was taking me to the wrong place when I was driving there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had the same thing. Yeah. It was I felt like I was in the twilight zone because we yeah. we recently personally moved. We live downtown now in Edmonton. Okay. And yep. So I see all the ice district signs, and then right beside them, there's ice district. All oh, right. Yes, yes. The yes. Yeah. Stuff. I'm like, I feel like I'm in the twilight zone here. It's, <laughs> It's stuff is it's either barbecue rice just to everywhere that's I go. Everything, yeah, yeah, no doubt. Eh? That's yeah. awesome, man. So we talked about the website motleyq.ca. That's M-O-T-L-E-Y-Q-U-E.ca. Um, anywhere else, uh, social media, where can folks find you there, uh, Joe? Uh, Instagram, Facebook. I don't remember the handles offhand. Some I'll sort of variation yep. from Motley Q. And, yep. Uh, we do do Twitter, but it's one of those things. It's usually just a, you'll see the same stuff on Twitter. You see it on Instagram and, yep. and our website and Amazon and, and awesome. everything. We love, we, uh, we love to chat with people. We love to interact with people where we're, we love for people to ask us cooking questions. You know, we do do the classes and stuff, but it's That's all those right, things yeah. we always, I, I always tell people I, I, I may not have won a whole lot of awards. Like we've won quite a few, but I haven't mm-hmm. won a lot of championships and stuff, but I found a lot of ways to make bad barbecues. So feel free to reach out and ask, and I'll tell you <laughs> what not to do more so than I'll tell you what to do. Yep. Kind of things. So that's, that's what I told people after we built our friends here at our house, uh, you know, 18 years ago, <laughs> I, le- I learned yeah. how not to build a fence. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's, yeah, and I guess yeah, we didn't really talk about the classes. Yeah, I've been to one of your classes; they're wonderful. Um, done for the year, I imagine. Ramping up again in the spring. Yeah. yeah, we just set our date, our next day for one in March because I get a lot of people usually ask they make great Christmas gifts, so yeah. we just set one in March and and go from there. And it's yeah, they're a lot of fun. Come yeah. hang out for the day and and uh, talk eat. barbecue, eat barbecue, and learn, make barbecue. Of course, learn, learn a little bit. That's awesome, man. Uh, last question I ask everybody, Joe, it's dinner time. You you got the drumbo fired up. What's, uh, what's the go-to for you? I, you know, I, I'm, uh, it's going to be one of two things. I'm, I'm all about my Alberta beef. Mm-hmm. So it's either going to be brisket if I've got the time yep. or if I'm doing something quick. I am an absolutely huge fan of a spinalis. Okay. Yep. Just that, rib, that ribeye cap. The ribeye okay. cap, yeah. It makes, makes a great it's, it's obviously too big of a steak for one person but mm-hmm. the uses for it are awesome you can ease the steak we often do spinalis tacos yes. or whatever the case is so that's that's often my my personal favorite so so here a question for you what's your uh your your favorite cooking method for steak i i i'm i'm a little different like i said i'm not the the most purest barbecue guy in the world so yep. i live for a steak i love uh, get my sous vide mm-hmm. okay yeah. get it to my temp i like yep. give it a few minutes to cool while my grill's up there getting getting up to temp yep uh, my drumbo uh, they've got that sear station in it yep. so i i get it to the perfect temp in my uh in my sous vide give it 15 minutes to kind of cool back down and then just sear, sear the heck out of the outside of it and give me that nice char and nice and then devour. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. I've been going with the, I've, I know it's not a new method, but I've just heard about it. They j- just keep flipping. They call it. Oh, so really? You, can, you have steak on, on direct heat and you, every minute or two, you're giving it a flip. So it's a little, uh, a little more hands-on, but you get a, you get the reverse sear effect without the time of doing the reverse sear. So it's been working pretty good. Well, so. no, and, and the way it comes from my attitude with any food, as long as it comes out the way that yeah. you like it or your guests like it, who yep. cares how you cook it? Exactly. Yep. That's just it. Yeah, too many people get uh, stuck on something and think there's only one way of doing it. Eh? 
Exactly. It's yep. always trying to learn something new. Yep. If it works for you, go with it. Well, Joe, uh, thanks so much for doing this. Really appreciate it, buddy. Thank you for your support of the, uh, of the podcast and, uh, folks, motleyq.ca and use that code eatmoreq at, uh, checkout for 15% off. Uh, Joe, thanks, man. Have a great day. So I had to just for me. I will do. And thank you. And thanks for having us on. And thanks for spreading the good word of barbecue. You got it, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Cheers. Cheers. You are listening to Canada's longest running barbecue podcast. And it is time now for our weekly barbecue news brought to you by the Barrel Boss Q, a family owned and operated small business in Leduc County, Alberta, and the manufacturer of the original Canadian drum smoker. Whether it's in the backyard or on the competition circuit, Kelly Troy and the Barrel Boss Q team are driven by the desire to watch their clients showcase their cooking talents, to slow down a bit, and spend some quality time with family and friends. From entry level all the way to fully loaded models, Barrel Boss Q has the smokers and accessories you need to be the barbecue boss of your block or maybe get a walk at that next competition. Shipping to customers across Canada and the U.S., Barrel Boss Q spends time talking to their clients to make sure each and every smoker they make is special and meets the needs of the customer. Barrel Boss Q is honored to be a part of their customers' barbecue journeys. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram and visit them online at barrelbossq.ca. And while you're there, be sure to check out the Men of Barbecue 2022 calendar that Barrel Boss and some of the finest in the Canadian barbecue community have joined forces to create and raise funds for the Canadian Cancer Society. Christmas is coming soon, folks, and this would be a wonderful gift. Make sure to visit them at barrelbossq.ca, B-A-R-R-E-L-B-O-S-S-Q.ca. Well, the last event of the Canadian competition calendar for 2021 is coming up in just a couple of weeks. November 26th and 27th in Regina, Saskatchewan, it's the Agribition Supreme Barbecue Competition. You can email info at prairiebbq.com for details on that event and to join a list of great teams that have registered to compete. Should be a good one. The KCBS World Invitational Championship took place this past weekend down in Shawnee, Oklahoma, and there was pl- plenty of hardware handed out. Fergolicious Barbecue was crowned world champion with a GC win in the Master Series Invitational. Also, uh, an open competition that saw 111 backyard and Master Series teams compete head-to-head against one another, and Heavy Smoke Barbecue came out on top in that contest. Saturday at the event also saw a backyard series competition, and the team of Sweet and Savory Barbecue took home the title of backyard champion. The weekend also saw the announcement of the Team of the Year rankings. Congrats to both Get Basted and Slaps BBQ for their repeat overall world champion and reserve world champion titles. To go one, two, two years in a row, that's quite an accomplishment for both of those teams. Way to go, guys. The Canadian rankings were also announced. Congrats to friends of the show, Smellicue, on their third Canadian Team of the Year award, followed by Rocky Mountain Smokers and Notorious PIG in second and third. Since the majority of the Canadian competitions this year took place uh, here in Alberta, the rankings certainly had a western slant. But uh, congratulations to uh, Stephen Perrin, Rusty's uh, hitting the top 10 there out of Ontario. So well done, guys, there. Our Double Aces Backyard Barbecue team finished the year 15th overall in Canada, a result we're excited about being a first-year team. And I know I can't wait to get back out there on the circuit next year. Thanks for listening in, everyone. Please drop me a line to let me know what you think about the changes to the show. You can follow Eat More Barbecue on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And be sure to subscribe to the show on whatever podcast app you're using. And I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. 
You can find me online at eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at www.albertabbqtrail.ca. On that website, you can check out the listing of barbecue joints here in the Alberta and show them your support. And if you're not in Alberta, get out and show your local barbecue joints some love. Big thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. That's a wrap, everybody. See you all next week and keep on smoking.